Welcome to this episode of Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose with Ellen Barton, where you'll hear thought-provoking discussion, inspirational stories, and get action tips for creating the life of your dreams. Hello, and welcome to Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose, a weekly podcast in which we talk about the secrets behind living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm Ellen Barton, and today my guest is Christine Cataggio. Christine specializes in helping women through transitions with a process she calls RISE. And we're going to talk more about that later. But first, Christine, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled that we are finally getting to do this. We were trying to have this interview earlier, and there were some hurricanes in your neck of the woods. Yes, <laughs> just a few. <laughs> so now things are calmer. Um, and I, I do want to jump in and talk about your work, not the weather. <laughs> but, but it's relevant. Um, so you've chosen to work with people, mainly women, and help them through transitions. So why don't we start out with why is this so important? What is it about transitions? We are all going through some transition at, at any stage of our life. It seems more and more of us, particularly as we get older and we're dealing with so many different stages of our life all at once. You know, years ago, things used to be very compartmentalized. You know, you went to school, you graduated, you got a job, you know, you got married, whatever. And so there was everything was kind of compartmentalized. And society has evolved and changed so much that we get so many of our life challenges all happening at the same time. So, you know, we may be, you know, having kids before marriage or, you know, going through empty nest and then having kids coming, living back home. And there's just so many different variables. And then maybe an aging parent gets thrown in the mix. And so there's all kinds of things happening at the same time. And so for most of us, it becomes very overwhelming because what is it we deal with first? And a lot of times what I'm finding with so many of my clients is that they kind of get stuck in this mode, like they don't handle anything because they're frozen in inactivity because they don't know what are the next steps. And so I went through that whole experience myself when I was going through a difficult divorce and I found my way out and I realized that I was always helping other women, my friends and, um, and in different areas of my life, helping them get through their stuff. And I realized that this was something that was really innate for me. And so I started doing some work on myself, doing some more study, getting more in-depth knowledge of how to work our way through it. And that's kind of where I am today, how it brought me to where I am today. Huh, that's, that's, a, that's a great story, and it's a great example of how you can take a difficult experience and turn it into something positive. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that... that um, phrase being frozen you know a lot of people find that when they are facing something overwhelming fearful scary um, unknown the reaction is is just to stop and not do anything and stay in bed and pull the covers over your head and you know Mm -hmm. curl up in a little ball in the closet 
And that works for, you know, five minutes maybe, but not really long term. So how do you help people deal with that fear and kind of to move through that? It really is a process. There is no one thing to do. Um, it's, it is a process that I work through with my clients. And actually, the RISE program, which was a total divine download as I was going through my own experiences, and it is an acronym for Reclaim Inner Soul Energy. And so a lot of the work that we do is really getting back to the core essence of who we are. Because when we're going through those challenges and those experiences, we don't realize necessarily that we lose a part of ourselves. We forget who we are and we're busy taking care of everyone else. And we may take on roles that may not be fitting who we are meant to be or what we need for ourselves, whether it be because of financial responsibilities or relationships. And so we take on a lot of different aspects that out of necessity. And so the work that I do is really helping people get back to our core. What is really important? What are your values? And it's, um, I call it the reawakening. It's really, you know, finding yourself again and finding out who you are because when we're going through life's difficulties, we lose that sense of who we really are. And then there's a refinement process where we start eliminating what's not working in our life so we can make room to bring in more of what is. And then there's a redesign. And the redesign is really the, I call it the map. It's a master action plan for the steps that we need to take to get to where we need to go. And it really is quite a process, but I've watched so many of my clients evolve through this. And, and it's so healing because, because a big part of that is healing the heart and soul because so many of the challenges really are very deep and, and soul affect our soul as well. So, Yeah, so... I want to ask you um, a question here. It sounds to me like what you're doing in some ways is taking people out of this place of being a, a victim of circumstances. It sounds really empowering. It sounds like, well, this bad thing is, ha or, or I don't even want to say bad thing, but this uh, unwanted circumstance is occurring. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, what I see with a lot of people is that they get into this. Uh, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I just, you know, have to be in this role that I'm not really supposed to be in, but there's a lot of martyrdom that, you know, sometimes can happen, yeah. but mm -hmm. you're removing that. And, and that's really what it is because I think, you know, as I mentioned, we, we lose a part of ourselves and we really forget who we are and what we are capable of. And so getting to that core essence, you know, uh, reawakening that inner soul energy, getting back to, you know, finding the, per the person that we were before life told us who to be, finding that person that we are meant to be, learning our purpose and why we're really here and why all everything is happening to us and the part that we play in creating some of that 
and how we can eliminate and move forward from it. So it, it really is, it definitely is trying to, um, and I hate to use the word trying because that sounds like, well, it might not work. So it's telling the universe it may not work, but, um, but it really is that, that whole concept of moving past whatever has happened, um, whatever blockages we may have, you know, whatever thought process we have that we're not capable or we're not good enough or whatever the reason might be, and really understanding our own true worth and our own true value. Do you find that a lot of people don't even know, have gotten so out of touch with themselves that they don't even know what they want? Totally. Um, and that's, that's a big part of what I deal with on a regular basis. I'm finding that so many women are in a busyness mode. They just keep taking on more and more and, you know, take on another project, volunteer for something else, um, you know, help someone else do things. And the busyness, and I call it a syndrome, actually, the busyness syndrome is a mask. It's, it's hiding what it is that we really don't want to see. And so it's keeping us distracted from taking care of what we need to take care of in ourselves. And that is a huge problem for so many women um, because we don't take the time. And so a key component to that is incorporating self-care into our routines. Um, and that's not, you know, the many petty, <coughs> excuse me, and the massages. Self-care um, is really more about the rituals that enrich our life, whether it be meditation or uh, bringing in some yoga, some quiet time where we can shut out the chaos and the busyness and listen to what's really going on in our soul. Because that's where the answers are. It's like totally. the, simple, it's the simplest thing, but it's the hardest thing for so many people. Exactly, exactly. And, and it, really, it really is very difficult. And, you know, the, the biggest thing I hear from my clients all the time is, oh, I don't have time for that. You know, I don't, I don't have time to add anything else in my day. And the truth of the matter is you don't need a lot of time. You know, I always recommend before you get out of bed in the morning, that first two minutes or five minutes, just lay there. Set your intentions for the day. Uh, say a prayer for the day. Just, you know, shut out that list of everything I have to do today and just really focus on what you want the day to be like. And, and spend a few minutes envisioning that so that then when you start your day, you already have a, a clearer vision of what you want the day to be like. Too often we start the day with that list in our head of everything we need to do and I don't have enough time in the day and how am I going to do this and do that. And, and all we're doing is cluttering our mind. We need to you know slow that all down before we do get into the the regular routine of the day. Yeah. And that just that action sounds to me like very empowering. You know, we're taking that victim thing away where, oh, I, I have this list and I'm a slave to my list. And it's, yes. it's intentional mm -hmm. of what you are intending and planning and creating that day. I love it. 
Yeah, exactly. And another thing that, that always seems to get a chuckle is I always tell people, you know, they say, oh, well, in the middle of the day, I just have too much going on and I have meetings and I'm anxious and this and that. And I always say, you stop to go to the bathroom, don't you? You know, take an extra minute or two in the bathroom and just breathe. Just breathe and focus on your breathing just to change your vibration. And it makes a world of difference, especially if you're in a, you know, an environment that makes you anxious. Yeah, that's such a simple thing. And who doesn't have that extra minute, really? So Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, Christine, you have this Rise um, Reclaim Inner Soul Energy, I guess, initiative. I don't know if that's the right word, but um, program that you use with your clients. And then there's something else that I heard you mention, the seven-step vision map process. And I know that this is probably way too complicated to get into, but are there some tips that you could give us that maybe our listeners could use that are in line with the vision map process? Yeah, and it's actually, you know, there again, it's an, an evolving process, but the concept is very simple. You need to know where you're going so you can figure out how to get there. And I always, I'm a student of the Wizard of Oz because so many women's empowerment, um, um, I've lost the word, um, <laughs> there's a word, the metaphors, <laughs> a little early. That's okay. Um, metaphors for women's empowerment in the Wizard of Oz. And so I always make the um, the association with Dorothy, you know, heading to Oz. She followed the yellow brick road. She didn't know where Oz was, but she knew she needed to get there. And she knew she needed to follow that yellow brick road to get there. So in the vision map, the first question I ask is, what is your Oz? What is your ultimate goal for your life? What is it that you want your life to look at like? When you are 90 years old and you're sitting in a rocking chair on a porch somewhere, looking back on your life, what is it that you want to reflect on? What is the life that you want to remember? And work backwards. So once you know what your Oz is and you know where you're going, then we can work backwards from there so that you can create your own yellow brick road and what it is that you need to put in place for your own life. You know, there again, quite often, we, we just kind of wander through life aimlessly um, not really understanding what is the ultimate goal, what, what is it we're trying to achieve. And so a big part of the steps of, you know, the vision map is knowing what it is you want to achieve, knowing where it is you're going, so that everything you do in life is in alignment to get you there. So we're not wandering aimlessly, you know, maybe taking jobs or doing things that totally are not in alignment with our purpose and wondering why we are not happy. And, and I see this all the time with so many women, you know, they take on careers um, and then midlife, they're like, you know, I really don't like this. Why am I doing this? So and then they want to, you know, change direction, which is great, you know, that they can recognize it and change direction. But the essence of the vision map is to 
be able to determine what that yellow brick road is for you and the steps that you need to take to get there. And so we start with the end in mind and we peel back the onion. We start from where you are today and we work forward. What are the things that you need to change? What are the things you need to bring into your life? What are the things you need to eliminate? And and that's really what it is. It's really a process of getting to know what it is you really want in life. And so the steps that, that I would recommend is one, really giving some thought to what is your Oz? What is it you ultimately want for your life? And secondly, where are you now? Look at where you now where you are now and seeing if that is in alignment with what your end goal is. And three, if that is not in alignment, what needs to change? What needs to change? Make a list of those things. And it really gets you thinking about how to move forward in your life. Because most often we don't want to look at what's not working. We just want to, you know, keep moving forward, but we need to eliminate what's not working so that we can make room for what is and create that yellow brick road for ourselves to get us to our Oz. Yeah, no, that's so true. It's it's like making room in your closet for new clothes. You know, totally. You can't, you can't ever get any clothes if your closet's full. Totally. So yeah. Got to get rid of that stuff you don't wear anymore or that doesn't fit. So yes, yes, no, absolutely. So I don't mean to put you on the spot, Christine, but are there any um, like success stories you can share of people that have gone through some kind of a transition, you know, successfully using these methods or what, what kind of results do people see working with you? Um, There have been so many. Um, I have seen women, as I mentioned in six figure careers, that have been trying to find out what they really are meant to do because they're not happy with where they are and help them redirect their focus so that they can successfully find and incorporate their passions into their life and get a different perspective on their life. And I have many cases of that happening. Um, Because at midlife, you know, there again, we've been doing things for maybe 20, some of us maybe 30 years, and then we're like, okay, now what? Um, That is also something that I see quite often is women who have retired, and they're trying to find a direction, a sense of purpose and fulfillment for what to do with their life. And I've actually gotten involved with an organization called Encore.org, which is really about addressing the needs of the 50 plus who are still active adults, some of them retired, but they're trying to create that second, maybe third act for their life and reinvent themselves. And reinvention for so many of us, because we are living so much longer, is is just amazing. I have a 72-year-old woman who is taking on a whole new perspective in her life, started a new business. And, um, and it's really amazing to see what women can accomplish when they do refocus. And, and really a big part of it is just understanding that there's no box, there's no age, 
there is no limits on us and that we can create what it is we want for our life. And, and I see it in so many different ways. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of any one because there are so many. Um, but yeah, it's very powerful. It's very powerful to see the redirection. And, um, and that's really what it is. It's just, you know, it's, it's a lot of mindset issues. It's a lot of creating that sense of valuing ourselves enough to want to go for our dreams. Yeah, thank you. That's a great answer. And I'm glad that you brought up the, um, the work you're doing with people who are retired or, you know, approaching the age or in their, you know, 70s or, or beyond their 70s. What about this idea that it's too late for me? It's too late to change. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. I've already, I've already made my bed. I have to lie in it. You know, like, what about all that stuff? Because I can just hear people thinking it. And you know, there again, it's a mindset. There are some people that cannot be convinced of that because, as you mentioned earlier, you know, they, they've always lived with a victim mentality. And, and some people are actually happy in that space because that's all they know when they don't want to step out of their comfort zone. So there are some that, you know, are very happy going about, you know, the retirement lifestyle and um, not bringing anything more into their life. But there is such an awakening going on on the planet that so many people realize that they want more. They want to leave a legacy. They want to have more fulfillment in their life. And so those are the those are the women that are really reaching out and getting college degrees late in life and starting new businesses and and just really going for it because they've done what what they felt their job was you know they raised their families and and did what they were supposed to do and now it's okay i have maybe a good 20 years left now it's time for me to really bring my life into vision and and it's really amazing to see that happen. But but it's a mindset. It really is, you know, just being in touch with the sense that we're here to do something. We are all here for a purpose. And bringing that purpose to life, it doesn't matter. There is no age limit on it. I always tell people the only box that we are put in is the box that we are self-imposed. So take the limits off, you know, live life limitlessly, because we don't know how much of that life we have to live. So live it today. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great advice for all of us, for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you see? So you've worked with a lot of people, and you've had, obviously, you know, tons of successful clients and, and great, um, it, it must be, it must be fun to be in your position to, you know, watch all these people transform and, um, get closer to happiness. But is there like, can you identify any, um, common changes that people undergo that do lead them to more happiness? Like what is, is, is there something or a few things that a lot of people get stuck in and that keep them from real fulfillment or real happiness? Or is this too difficult to generalize? Well, there's a couple of things. One, I think the, um, the word spirituality kind of sends people over the edge. If they are not 
familiar with what that is and you start talking about spiritual concepts, you know, like meditation, something as simple as meditation. For some people, it sounds so woo-woo. And without realizing that spirituality is really us getting to know ourselves and our purpose in life. And so, you know, that seems to be a roadblock for a lot of people who are there again, not not aware. That's an awareness that people need to be brought into to get through that kind of um, blockage. Um, you know, right away, people think of it as a religion. It's not a religion. It's getting to know yourself, which is a religion in itself. But um, so that's a big blockage for a lot of people. Um, the other thing is lack of confidence. I see it so much in um, in midlife women because they may have had their careers or raised their families. And, and that was the world that they are familiar in. And so breaking free from that familiar environment and actually doing things that make them feel good, um, it's very hard for some women to break through that. And yet there are other women that are like, excuse the verbiage, that are like, screw it, it's my time, you know? <laughs> right. So, so um so there's, you know, different different mentalities on that. But there are some women that just cannot get through that concept that it is their own life. And so they, they're constantly living life for everyone else. And that's something that's difficult to break through for for some people. And and it's not always I mean, it's, it's challenging. And, and I actually have when I do my discovery sessions, I actually have some women who just can't seem to get past that concept. And so they don't really want to move forward. They they want to, you know, keep walking around with the pebble in their shoe. Do you know what I mean? That that Yeah. That being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what you mean. What is so you know, you work with a lot of women that are middle aged, I guess. Um who already have a lot of life experience and maybe they do have the pebble in their shoe or whatever, but you know, they, they're, they're smart, you know, they've been around the block a few (laughs) times. So what are the advantages of working with a coach or, you know, somebody like yourself? Well, the advantages of working with the coach and, and I actually use a coach myself. Many coaches do. I think most coaches do, right? Yes. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, because I think we all need one, we need that cheerleader that is going yeah. to help us when we have our down times, which we all have. Um, and so we all need that cheerleader. We also need someone to hold us accountable because we can always make excuses for ourselves about why we can't do something. And so we need someone to hold us accountable to get us through and keep moving and stay in action because as you mentioned earlier you know it's easy to put your head under the covers and say well I'm tired today I'll get to it tomorrow and then tomorrow you're tired again so we need someone to pull us out of the doldrums and um, really hold us accountable to what it is we need to do and and it's really important that we have someone who's been through the experience experiences um, 
and really knows and understands what it is that you're going through so that they can help you through all those different stages. And so it's really important to have that that coach, mentor, um, what, whatever you want to call that person, to really help give you clarity and direction, which we all lose focus, especially when we're in the throes of something difficult. So we all lose that focus and we need some someone to help us find our way and show us the direction. Yeah, no, thanks for answering that. I think a lot of people wonder, you know, it seems like a simple question, but I think a lot of people wonder about that. And what are the different ways people can work with you? Well, I do one-on-one coaching. I also am a speaker, so I do a number of workshops and seminars. But I currently actually just started a Facebook group called Ready to Rise for women ready to rise, ready to bring their life to the next level and reclaim their inner soul energy. So that is on Facebook, Women Ready to Rise. And um, the one-on-one coaching, and I have a number of programs that are, even though I have my programs like the Vision Map and the Rise program, everything is tailored to who I'm working with. So um, the format may be the same, but, you know, there's a big difference between someone looking to change careers and someone going through empty nests. So everything is tailored to the person that I am working with and what their needs are and what they're looking to accomplish in their life. Mm, That sounds great. Um, Christine, how can people get in touch with you? Through my Facebook page, Christine Cataggio, or on my webpage, my website, which is christinecataggio.com. Oh, great. And I'll post those links on my page as well. Um, we do have to wrap up the call, but I'm wondering if there's any final kind of thoughts or words of wisdom that you'd like to leave us with. I think the, the one thing I, I really would like to share is that we are all here for a purpose and that purpose is innate in all of us. And that when we can find and develop our purpose and develop our passion, life becomes so much easier and um, and it's really all about knowing where you're going so that you understand how to get there. Mm, that's great advice. And when you do that, life becomes more fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And who doesn't want more fun? So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much for talking with us, Christine. That was really great. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to today's show. My guest was Christine Cataggio. You can find this complete interview and links to Christine's website and social media pages on our website, readysetgrit.com. Thank you again for joining us and check in again next Friday when we release another episode with tips on how to turn your daydream into a fabulous day job. Thanks for tuning in to Ready, Set, Grit, your life on purpose with Ellen Barton. Look us up online at readysetgrit.com where you'll find daily inspiration, links to our social media, and where you can access our eBooks and online classes. Ready, Set, Grit, inspired actions, real results.